Well, hello and welcome to episode 33. We've got an amazing entrepreneur sitting and talking to us all the way across the seven seas. Uh, we've got Anindya Datta from Mobilewala here with us. Hi, Anindya, how are you? I'm good, Anirudh. How are you? And, and thanks so much for, for letting me spend this hour with you. I, I, I The pleasure is all mine. I think having someone with your uh, background, with, uh, you know, with the amazing progress, I mean, as being an investor in Mobilewala that I've seen and all the lessons that you've probably learned in, in just the 11 years, I think most founders will probably take four or five ventures to go through that. You've done that all in one venture. And, uh, and it'll be, it's going to be a fun time uh, going through uh, what, what is obviously a very impressive history. So looking forward to an awesome session. Are we ready to go? We are. Just fire away. Okay. So great. I, I mean, you started your journey uh, at IIT Kharagpur, 1982-86. Uh, I graduated in 86. Uh, and I mean, this is obviously pre-internet days uh, in India. I think India was probably not the right market for tech at that time. But uh, what what was it like uh, to be uh, you know at an IIT Kharagpur at that time? What were the ambitions when you got in? So so um, and 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 I'm assuming there are there are uh, I don't even know if there are any IITians of that era listening in, and they'll identify with this. So those days, by the way, you know, so so yes, this was pre-internet, and and my first three years was pre-PC, right? So so. Wow. Basically, we were writing code uh, on a PDP-11 machine. You know, so in fact, in my first year, uh, code writing was basically using punch cards, right? I mean, we would write code, punch cards would get produced. We have to take the punch cards over to the the guy who fed them in. <laughs> in fact, the first the first PCs in India. In fact, the first PCs in the world, and and you know, IITs were one of the the first global institutions institutions where PCs came in was in my third year at uh, at Kharagpur and uh, and and not a lot was available there right so so it was basically so I I, I wrote my 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 first my first using of a personal computer was writing my final year thesis on it so so and of course then 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 I came over to Maryland yeah so how, how it was was it, you know, we were all so young on it, and we didn't know anything, right? Yeah. So, you know, my my first job, the job I got from Karakpur was was a company that has that has that then was not that big, but has since become very very successful. Was at HCL, uh -huh. uh, and and uh, I still remember my first salary was twenty six hundred rupees a month, which at, with those days was like solid salary. Right? Good <laughs> yeah. So so. Um, no, so 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 at that time, I would say from all IITs, including Karakpur, probably ninety percent of students uh, went abroad, mostly to the United States. Now, of course, people go different places. Those this was mostly United States for grad school, right? So, so there was this whole pipeline, right? I mean, you apply, you you know, and and, and you apply almost you don't know why you're applying. You're applying because everybody else is applying, right? Yep. And and there was this whole, you know, the, the the letters would come in and the postman would come in with the letters. You know, it was to be January, February, March, and people were getting their admits and their their assistantships. And it's, I, I I didn't know anything at that time, right? So so I just just you know, uh, Maryland was a good school. I just came for grad school to Maryland. So that was that. Those were but but 
the IIT days were probably the funnest days of my of my entire life. That that's what I hear. Like I, I mean, the, the, I, I think uh, the people in one batch, you know, they, they just stayed together. I mean, I'm sure most of your the people in your batch is still still uh, probably in a WhatsApp group together even today. Uh, yeah, you know, we just did a call uh, this Monday, and you know, and and and, and I think IITians like me retain affinity for IITs throughout their lives. So if you look in Mobilewalla, we have mm -hmm. a large number of IITians in Mobilewalla everywhere. We have IITians in, in our office in Atlanta. Uh, we have IITians wow. in Singapore. We have IITians in our India office. Yeah, so so very strong ties. You know, my first uh, real major venture investor was an IITian himself, right? Vinod Khosla. Yeah, Vinod so, Khosla, yeah, very true. Very so, true. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to get into that story because I, I I love the names of all the companies you've had. I definitely want to get into that uh, in in a bit. And then, and then you obviously went to University of Maryland. Uh, you did your PhD, I believe, over there. Yeah. Um, and uh, and again, I mean, these these are obviously times when when uh, you know, I mean, getting a PhD in information sciences and operations research. I mean, you're talking again. This is very early internet days you know what information sciences sounds like sounds very very fancy i'm guessing for that time obviously today it's a it's a needed science but but was what were you imagining at that time that you know mobile wala would be you know as you do you would be the ceo of a company 20 20 years later and you know millions and petabytes and that kind of data flowing through it honestly no Anirul, not not at all but but you know but the seeds of my entrepreneurship I mean, if I look back now, right? I mean, those days I didn't think like this. But if I look back, the seeds of or of what I have become was already there, right? Because, because even then, you know, my first real interaction with technology was when I came to the U.S. Because IIT was take classes, take exams, you know, have fun, graduate, right? So yeah. my first interaction with technology was here. And, and, and I still remember, you know, in my PhD, when I would do research, when I would, you know, I still remember when I, the first thing I asked my advisor, um, you know, a very, very well-known gentleman in, 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 in a certain area called Michael Ball, that, hey, when am I going to graduate? This is like my second day, right? And I still remember what he told me. He said that you'll graduate when you have taught me something I don't know. Oh, wow. That's a so, good one. So, so, so he said, "That's that's what getting a PhD is in my book, right? I mean, you, 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 you. It, however little it is, you invent some new knowledge, right? Yeah. So I still remember, even in those days, even though I did not know I'd be a CEO, I did not know I'd start companies, I did not know I'd sell companies, I did not know I'd shut down companies. But I felt most researchers work to, you know, the the the, the global sort of research system." The, the, the compensations, the rewards that tied to how 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 you how other people know about your research, how much you publish, how much money you raise, right? But I could, as I was doing, I could feel, you know, I was very restless. And I I for me, yes, publication was important, of course. But what was equally, perhaps even more important, was actually seeing it in practice. Just I did something cool. I wrote a paper. I ran some experiments. You know, generated some graphs, which happened to be better than some other other graduate student in another university. I published. It was fun, but you know, I, I wanted to actually see this in practice. Right? This this I remember, and I was I was 
more inclined to dig deep into one thing and not just write a paper, move on to something else. So those those you know translate into what I am now. I mean that restlessness, but but uh, I can I I I was always restless. I, it was you know I I needed to hear I'm 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 I've thought of something. Let me see how it 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 works out. Right. So that that was always a thing for me. I think there there was another startup before before Mobilewala, which is called Goldster, right? That that you uh, that you began, uh, and I I believe Wordster is still still an ongoing company. Well, Wordster became Mobilewala in a sense, right? So Wordster, okay. so 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 Wordster was, yeah. So 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 you know, Mobilewala started as a mobile app search engine, right? Yeah, that's I mean, which is like. So, what happened, uh, Anirudh, was my experience in Walking Stick was not good, and and I still remember in 2008 April when I decided to shut it down. A lot of things happened, right? I mean, I was I kept I, I had kept spending money on it, right? And 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 I still remember, you know, <laughs> sort of my wife looked at our bank account and said. What's going on here, right? And and you know, you you eventually come to this, and, and every entrepreneur knows this. You know, you 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 don't want to fail, so you 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 there's a time when you think, okay, if I do this tweak, it'll work. If I do this, this is going to work. And one of the one of the deep realizations eventually you come to is that hey, this is simply not going to work, right? Uh, so that realization for me was April of 2008, and it I, I felt you know I, I just spent almost six months in India. Um, uh, you know, I, I miss my daughter very much. You know, she was she was like ten years old at that time, and 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 I when I came back, I basically said, "Hey, I'm going to shut it down." I came back, and I didn't do anything for some time, and I just I just I don't know, obsessively spent time with my daughter, right? Uh, and at that time, I still remember what I did at that time was I bought her uh, an iPod Touch. I don't know if you if you if you even remember, yeah. I so it was not yet a phone, right? It was just a well, it, a, game, a music device, and then as soon as Apple started the iTunes App Store, it became sort of a game device as well. All these yeah. apps came by, but it was not a phone yet, right? It was not a communication device yet. So, you know, I bought her iPod Touch, and she, you know, App Store opened, and they obsessively played with games. I still remember. I don't even remember if I can remember the name. There was one game that they used to play all the time. I, shame on me for not, it was a very early iconic game, you know, the stick figure kind of walking and running. So I, I and, and she and her friend, you know, this 10 year old girls, right? They used to always play play that game. And I said, you know, why do you always play that game? And, uh, and, 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 and I still remember my daughter's answer. I said, well, you, and, and I hadn't really looked at the app store until that time, right? So he said, they're like, 400 games in the app store. Anirudh, now there are like 3 million, right? There's 400 games. How do I know what else is fun? Right? So I said, wow, that's, uh, you know, and, and, and I was also getting a little creatively restless. You know, I hadn't done anything for six months. And I went in and I, I, I went in and I tried to search. And I saw that app store search was really bad. I mean, you, 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 if you went and typed in like mortgage, it would give you games whose title contained the word that that 
word mortgage, right? So I thought, yeah. you know, solving this problem. So, so, but my daughter was asking, how do I know what else is fun? Hmm. And, and, and of course, that problem is, is, is 100 times now. So in, in many ways, Wordster or MobileWalla, Wordster MobileWalla, you know, the, the entity name got changed, was started to solve that problem for my daughter. How do we find fun wow. app? And I thought one way to approach it would be to clearly fun is a very abstract concept. You can't ask. Yep. But one thing, one proxy could be, so they were playing this game. I forget what the game is called. Let's call it X, right? So if we, if 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 you could ask people that play X, what else do they play? That might be one way of 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 approaching that, right? So at least you are trying to, you are not saying what is fun, but you are saying somebody that plays one fun game, what else are they playing, right? And the implication that would be fun as well. So 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 Mobilewalla was started or Wordster were started to really find fun stuff, right? And, and, at the, you know, and, and, and at that time, even now, you know, App Store rankings are, are, are very commercially driven. Okay? App yeah, Store rankings are by popularity and so on and so forth. So, I, so, you know, so and then the next logical step, I said that, is it possible to really judge pop, true popularity of these apps and like expose it? So that, that was what we did for some time, right? I don't know if you, if you, you know, yet I hadn't raised money from Ian or, or you guys at that time. I was still running my own money. You know, we were very, you know, we were one of the earliest uh, sort of third-party app search engines, grew very fast. Uh, you know, New York Times started publishing our app store rankings, right? Uh, a very large uh, syndicated uh, 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 sort of publishing syndicate used to syndicate our, our rankings and our things across our like 250 newspapers across the US. So we, it was, uh, so, so that, that was how we, we got started. But, you know, but, but quickly I realized that I would not be, it was very fun. We was to, mm. we got a lot of PR, but generating a lot of revenue is not going to be easy, right? So imagine Google is Google because there are, what, a, six billion searches a day, right? Yep. I mean, in, I could see even if apps were to get very popular, it would be impossible just on an app store. If we got to 10 million searches a day, we'd be like capturing probably 80% of all searches in the world, right? And, and, and 10 million searches a day, you, 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 can't, you can't build a big company doing that. Right? So, yep. so, so sure. that was when sort of the early, early kind of um, what mobile world has morphed into. So then I said, then what do I do now, right? We have this interesting hmm. stuff. And, and really what I asked myself was, in order to do all this underlying semantic analysis and all of that, we were collecting a lot of data, right? Massive amounts of data, you know. We had effectively built a, 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 a crawler of, of, of app stores, which is very hard because it's not like a crawler of a website, right? You, you got to emulate being a user and, and we build this complex system. So I said, all this data that we were getting, can we do something with it? Apps, right? So that is when sort of, you know, one thing led to another, one thing led to another, and we are where we are. And, and that's when the pivot happened, right? And and you turned your attention to that mobile audience, like you said. That's right. So 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 imagine the pivot. So so and, and again, you know, if you ask me when was Mobilewalla formed, the answer would be very different. So the entity Mobilewalla was formed in 2013. Right. Okay. So, so that's when I think the first iron money came in. 
that was when Madrona mm. came in. So, but between this 2008 and 2013, Mobulwala was a science experiment. You know, this Worcester, blah blah, was a science experiment that I was doing, right? So, 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 so the pivots are this, right? So, mobile app search engine morphing to mobile advertising company effectively. So I said, all this consumer data we are capturing, how do I monetize this? Sort of, this is, I'm, I'm talking 2010 now, right? And and 2010, mobile advertising was very hot. I think right around that time, Inmobi raised like $200 million from uh, yep. software. And I said, wow, this is like a really cool area. And I said, let me, let me try to leverage this, uh, all this consumer data uh, by doing apps, I said that you know, uh, imagine Nielsen, uh, uh, you know Nielsen, Cantor. These guys have a lot of consumer data, and, and the big revenue thing is that uh, they get money from TV advertising. So why couldn't we be the Nielsen for for apps? Uh, so that was sort of you know, so so that was the the morphing into sort of mobile advertising, and then you know, and and, and, and this is the right on the time when we raise money, we grew very fast. Uh, and then kind of uh, the bottom fell off, you know, but at some point I realized that, that ad tech was a space that, that became very no-no, uh, right? Uh, raising money was hard. Um, you know, ad tech, you know, and, and they're very heavy payment cycles. Like, like you would get, so, so your thing would get used at, in, in, in January, but you wouldn't get paid until June because of, let's not get into that, but if there are any advertising people here. It's a, it's, but, but it's a very important point because it was B2B sales, right? Yeah. And many people don't realize the difference between booked revenue and, 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 and uh, you know, received revenue, right? Or revenue in your bank account. If that's a huge time lag and you're using venture capital to fix that, it's, yeah. the, it's the useless, is the most useless use of VC money. Absolutely, and, you know, and and this is one of the main reasons why venture capital soured on ad tech. And at one point in time, that so yes, at the end, it's cash is king because you got to pay your salaries on time, right? And 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 if right. you're getting cash, so that was so so mobile search engine to mobile advertising, and then then the pivot, you know, and then there are like little mini pivots, of course, but then sort of mobile data and consumer data, which is technically what we do now. So, so, so maybe now we could talk about what is Mobilewala today and what does it do? Yes. So what Mobilewala, today Mobilewala sells uh, solutions and I'm going to use the word solution, right? It's largely data, but you know, but we are also evolving to beyond data as well. So Mobilewala sells solutions, data, data centric solutions that allow companies to understand people better right but but the value of that understanding is reflected in building better predictive models right so for instance take um and i'm going to give you an example of a company that is not a customer of ours right okay. just so imagine ola right so ola deeply cares that every customer they acquire um generates revenue for them right true but that is not what happens so i can tell you for instance that in the ride share industry only about 12 percent of all acquired customers become what is known as high value 
88% are non-high value. In fact, 45% are zombies, which is after they pass the customer acquisition test, they don't do anything with the company at all. Okay. Wow. Because of this huge skew. Now, this this skew, this skew is of course huge in right share, but in every B2C company, Anirudh, this is true. Your distribution of revenue is not uniform across customers. Say the Pareto principle. Top twenty yeah. percent will drive eighty percent. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. In 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 instead of right share, you know, in companies like Ola and Swiggy and all that, it's it's very skewed, right? So what these companies care about is that hey, when I acquire a customer, I want to acquire a customer who's more likely to be high value than not, right? I the see. Way that, the way they do that is, and and every right share company does this. The way they do that is they go use AI and machine learning to build models of high value customers. You know, they have all these customer data, right? And they know what they've done. And, and they know that these are the people that were high value, these are the people that were not. So let me go build a model that says that if a customer is of has this, this, and this characteristic, they're, they're gonna be high value. Same with every telecom company. Every telecom company is trying to predict churn because it's so competitive. So in this quarter, these are the people that I'm likely to lose, right? So what, what we go and tell these companies, right? So if we were to sell to Ola, and let me be very clear that other ride share companies are, I, but Ola is not. So if we, so we would go to Ola and say that, hey, Ola, you, you have this team of 60 people that is building this model. This is so core to your acquisition and retention strategy. And your own data, of course, is incredibly important. But it turns out that there is information outside of your observational purview that is highly predictive of the outcomes that you are looking to predict. Like, for instance, it turns out that the number of times you have seen a customer, or uh, a number of times a person has been seen at a non-home airport, meaning that if you live in Bangalore, the number of times you have been seen at Bombay and non-Bangalore airports in the last 90 days is highly predictive highly predictive of how much money you're going to spend with a ride share company in the next 180 days, right? So our, our pitch to this company is that there is a whole bunch of things that you don't know that predicts the outcome you're looking to predict. So if you combine the features that you create with these, your models are going to be much better, right? So, so that's wow. what Mobile does. Mobile goes into companies and helps them with better predictive models by providing them predictive features, which they don't natively have. Wow, and that, that's amazing. Uh, so in a nutshell, this would, again, you, you can utilize your own data sets and what you're building as predictive analytics on top and then then get what, what MobileWala gives you and then, then get, get an even better understanding of what you already know about your customers and, and also know which ones to target better for that's the next right. 20 days for business. Yeah, and, and it's not just targeting. Imagine that, that, that and I, I'll give you another use case. Um, take, in India in particular, your, your, your listeners will identify with sort of the whole P2P lending business, right? I mean, we have this company yeah. called Freds and Paytm Lending, whole bunch of companies that are doing sort of, sort of small, you know, you want 400 bucks, you go to them and they lend you that money, right? The problem is that when you lend someone money, one of the things you have to see is how likely is this person going to pay me back, right? Very true. In, in traditional banks, that is done using uh, 
credit companies, right? I mean, you go to Experian in the US, if I apply for a bank loan, they'll go to Experian and say, okay, tell me this guy's credit score, right? The problem in emerging markets is that very large parts of the population either don't have any bank accounts at all, or their information is so sketchy that you can't generate credit scores for them, right? So all these companies, all these companies end up using AI to build their own models using using data that they get, right? So we so 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 we are a, a, a fairly large provider of of consumer information to these people as well. For instance, I can tell you. So one of our uh, one of our one of my favorite clients, and and it's got nothing to do with how much revenue we generate from them. They're but they're super smart and super cool, and they'll always have beer with me if I ask them to. Uh, so this is a very, very large company, fintech company, a unicorn in Indonesia. Okay. So it turns out that the average value of your handset in your household, right? Your phone handset yep. in your household is highly predictive of how likely you are to default. Imagine that. So, 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 so we have, so basically what we've done is we have created these features that are predictive of a whole bunch of things and we go sell That's amazing. In fact, we, uh, one of our largest investments is in a P2P lending company, uh, which is LinkedIn Club. Yeah, and I, I definitely will. In fact, even Tala I talked to you about, I think out of out of LA uh, and, and what they're doing in Kenya and all these African markets and also in Asia. That's amazing. I mean, there's, there's a lot of business connections that, that we, we could just do just from this conversation, but essentially, Anitya, what what would be the size of an entrepreneur, like, or what size of business would an entrepreneur need to be at before they should be approaching a company like Mobilewala? Look, so Mobilewala's average deal size, right, is I don't know, hundred seventy thousand dollars, right? Remember that our model is, is 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 recurring revenue model, right? Because this information that we are providing you, we provide month after month after month, or week after week, or day after day. So, but we have we have clients that pay us. I think our smallest client pays us sixty thousand dollars a year, which is five thousand dollars a month, and our largest client pays us hundred thousand dollars a month, right? So they pay us one point two million. So fairly wide range. But we are basically what we are trying to do, Anirudh, is relatively new, right? You won't find many companies saying that we will give you predictive features that will help yeah. you better models. So we definitely have interest in proving out use cases. And, and we won't go into it here, but, but, but to, 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 to the underlying thesis of Mowala is that there is a relatively small number of things that predict a whole bunch of things, okay? And it's a big problem for modelers. And, and in order to prove out this thesis, I would be supportive of if we can find interesting use cases to prove out, to do that at relatively, you know, we have been very lucky that we have grown extraordinarily fast and we have, you know, we have not. So, so I, 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 there is strategic value to proving out cases, right? For instance, um, 
in the P2P lending case, it so happens that, that there are many companies that are fairly small, right? But I would love to prove out this P2P lending case across 20 different companies, right? So yes, so 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 uh, we can do stuff for 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 modest amounts as well. But if 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 the application is 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 strategic for us, and 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 you know we can work closely with the data science team and so on and so forth. So we we can do that. And would love to connect you with some people like that. I, I do definitely want to talk about Madrona, but before I do that, uh, you know, I, I remember your update. Uh, I think at the end of 2019 or early 2020, and you were expecting a record year in 2020. It was supposed to be your best year ever. I remember reading the. I remember reading that and coming back to to the family office council and be like, listen, we're going to have this massive company, and it's it's going to you know obviously we patiently waited for this moment to happen, but it's going to be there. But I think. No one predicted COVID, and, and, and things sort of derailed over there, and uh, and that entire process, right? Maybe you could give us. A, I'm, I'm sure it was your fourth innings as an entrepreneur, so obviously you, you were better prepared. But sure. so Mobilewala, and you know this, your audience doesn't because you've received updates. You know, so our it took us a while to get to sort of the type of revenue we want. This is the always-on recurring revenue. It took us a while. You know, the company was formed in 2013. And our first always on revenues were in 2016 second quarter. And you can go back through your, your reports and you'll see it. And in 2016 Q2, we did $50,000 of gross revenues. I still remember that. Okay. And then in 2019 Q4, right? So 13 quarters down the line, we did almost three and a half million dollars. Crazy growth, right? 70 times. 70 times in 13 quarters. And if you look at sort of the annual growth, the, and, and, and you recently, and we were we made all the, you know, the Inc. 5000 year after year, you know, the Deloitte Fast 500. So generally, hey, one of the fastest growing SaaS companies. And and imagine that we have done this with, with so little cash, Anirudh. I mean, most companies yeah. that okay, you'll find that raise 70, 80, 100 million dollars. We've done it. $25 million of, of preferred capital. That's all we have raised, right? So we finished 2019, and I think we did $11.2 million gross in that year, but crazy growth. Like, like our ARR was, our ARR grew like three times across the year, right? Uh, so in 2018, tw in 2020, we were projecting something like $18 million, so 17 and a half. So, and, and this is under a no raise scenario. Basically, so we won't raise, if we do not raise money, we're going to grow like 70% on top of, of, of uh, and we would end the year with a 20 million uh, ARR, which is, which is awesome, right? So we met Q1 plans, and then Q2 and Q3, we did so bad, Aniru. We did so, so, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know how many SaaS people are, are listening to this call. So in SaaS, it's all about new MRR ACV bookings. That's, that, that drives everything. I mean, if you have good bookings, your revenues are going to be good. If you have poor bookings, your revenues are going to be bad, right? So our highest new MRR ACV bookings was in fourth quarter of 2019, and we did $1.4 million of bookings, right? Which means we bought in $1.4 million of new business. In Q2, we did 330,000, it was so bad. So, so, so bad. So, so new business acquisition, like, like 
really screeched to a halt. In Q3 also, we did very poor, like 5.30. And in, in, we ended up, uh, 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 and, and you, know, you are the investor, so I'll let you judge. I mean, you know the performance. We ended up 2020, definitely flat with 2019. Right? Which so, is an amazing end, I mean, considering, obviously, where we so uh, were in the middle of it. But Q4, we, growth came back, right? So imagine in Q4, uh, we did $936,000 of, 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 of new, new revenue, uh, new MRICV bookings, which was a, like an 80% growth from Q3. And this quarter under Q1, we've done almost $2 million of bookings. So wow. biggest quarter ever, ever. So, so, so yeah, so growth is back. And, 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 you know, uh, as, as, as we say in India, from my mouth to God's ears, but I'm, I'm, I'm you know, we, we are very hopeful this year. And, and I guess uh, what would be uh, a key to why, why this growth could happen now? I mean, uh, like how do you keep the team motivated to, uh, to have this kind of a record quarter? Two, two very, very sort of, sort of, sort of. Uh, so, so I, I'll, I'll tell you a story. So, Laurie is sitting across from me. Okay, <laughs> I mean, she's, she's she's listening to this. And when you ask that question, how do you keep your team motivated? She made this motion, which means that you know she's sitting. <laughs> I whip, I whip, which is which is very untrue. So, so, so. Um, so um, we we so two different questions. The the only reason we came through this, and and Anirudh, we have come through this without raising an additional dollar. I have not gone back to my investor asking for more money, right? Even though we missed our plan like hugely. Is again go is cash management, right? So we we we. I'm just you know I'm I've I've been around enough to know that even though tomorrow might be incredible, even day after tomorrow might be incredible next week all hell could break loose i just know that and i know that will happen okay so nothing what goes up must come down what you hope is it goes up and comes down less and it goes up again so we just plan that way we just plan that way right we plan that way we keep cash uh, we 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 yes we clearly invest otherwise we wouldn't grow but also we 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 make uh, we fail very fast, and that's one of my learnings. You know, if something is not working, uh, instead of you know, sometimes I'm sure we make mistakes. So that's one. I think cash, how you manage becomes, and how you manage, how you anticipate becomes very important. Luck also is very important. I mean, we just did two this quarter. We did one deal for nine hundred thirty-six thousand dollars and one deal for seven twenty-seven thousand. Right. One of those deals could have happened. There's, there's some luck, and uh, the way I kept the team motivated. And again, I'm not really going to take much credit here. You know, what I do is I, I, I at least I, and I do not whip, even though Laurie says I whip. I, I at least I try to show the path. I, I, I don't BS, right? I say, hey, this is what's going on, and if we do this, this is where we'll be, and you can see that we are not in jeopardy, right? So that's one. But at the end, Anirudh, the, the, the way you get through this is, 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 you know, we are super lucky in Mobile Walla to have five, six, seven people, Laurie being one of them, 
that are sort of so enmeshed in the DNA of the company that I truly believe so the live live and breathe bowl waller, right? I mean, so 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 when something really awful happens, I don't think their first thought is, oh my God, what happens to me? I'm sure that is their third thought. They're humans, but their first thought is how do I go fix this? What do I do? Right. Without that, that it, it just, you know, it, it, can you imagine through this, right? We, we, through this, we have not lost a single like key exec in the company. So, so, and, and I, I don't know how much credit I have for that. I mean, but definitely culture, this is where culture comes in, right? You know, people say, what is culture? Culture is not ping pong table, ping pong table or lunch. Culture is basically how people think. And you know, I, I, I'm I'm so much running out of time, but I need to ask you this question: How do you create that culture? Like, what is the key to creating such a culture? That's a very difficult. So I I get this question asked, and then all my companies have this culture. Right? So I'll 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 tell you a story uh, that can. So I don't know how I create this culture, but if this culture happens, this is what happens. So so in chutney. Uh, I hired a guy whose name I won't say. I think he's even listening. He'll know who he is, but I won't embarrass him in front of others. So, so I, I, we hired this guy from Karakpur, and he was really, really good, right? So we made him an offer. He accepted. And then, you know, he, 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 he wouldn't sign the thing and send back, right? In this time, he was coming to the office. He was interacting with us. He was even writing code. I mean, three months went by, he wouldn't sign the thing. So I said, finally, listen, you know, I'm in the US, of course. So, and I thought that he was in. And then one day, you know, Sanjay, Sanjay Chatterjee called me and said that, hey, this guy has not, you know, we are not paying him. He's coming and spending six, seven hours in the office every day. What's going on? So I called him. So he handled it. So it turns out that his problem was, and, you know, and, and Laurie won't identify with it. It's a uniquely Indian problem. So what he told me was that he had a girlfriend at that time. And uh, and 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 which which was very good for him, and and I said that that uh, 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 he said that, look, one of my biggest issues is my girlfriend's dad. And and you know they were fairly young at that time, but the girlfriend's dad has an issue with me joining Chutney, and I said why, and he said you know he he and and and, and I don't know how much you know uh, Calcutta. Everywhere in India, there's this whole thing. Your kids go to certain schools, and so. And he, he said, her dad says that that if we ever get married and have kids, the La Martiniere is never going to admit the kid of a person who goes to who works for Chutney. <laughs> so, 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 so I, 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 you know, so, 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 so. What happened afterwards is that I said, okay, but I need you. So let me talk to your your girlfriend's dad. So I still remember I was in Goga that time. I went to his home. I spoke to him. so this this I call him uncle. I mean, he he's a big fan of me now. You know, uh, he he he. You know, I, I spoke to him. He joined, but that's culture, uh, Anirudh. This guy, whatever we do, this guy was for three months. He was coming to the office coding. He wouldn't take another job, even though he was not able to. So it's that glue, right? It's it's that shared passion, shared intensity. That that's what it is. 
and, and like you said, it's it's actually those six seven people or, or you know that core group. That's right. Uh, it's from there, and I think it, it just percolates down all the way. I, I, and you know, again, I, I could honestly have gone on for another hour, and we have so many topics to talk to you about. But I think one last thing I want to ask you before we get to rapid fire is, uh, you know, when you look at your set of investors, and I think Madrona has been there since the very start, and and they've been there through the ups and downs and the pivots and all of it. And I think, and obviously, I I haven't interacted with Madrona, but I've learned a lot about them from just your update about how they've been there. I wanted to understand from you, like how 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 do you keep an investor like that? Uh, and and for many of our young entrepreneurs, right? Because many of them are thinking for for maybe a five or six year kind of a timeline. But something like Mobilewala, 11 years, right? Take, I mean, we all know 10% of businesses ever make it. No, 5% of businesses probably make it to 10 years in business. And you've kept an investor almost there for the entire journey. The very honest, 2013, Anirudh. So, yeah. so they've been there for eight years. But eight years is also a long time. A long time. In the VC world, that's like, you know, that's, that's like two decades, right? So... So again, a very good question and goes back to my original. So I am, I am, I would think that I now, you know, and, and to some extent this comes from self-awareness and, and, and that's something that's super important in entrepreneurs, knowing who you are. So I, I, I am very picky with investors now, Anirudh. I, 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 you know, I probably turn down more investors than, than investors have turned me down, at least in the case of Chutney. Now, this doesn't apply to many of your first time entrepreneurs because you know experience experience and and my track record gives me some 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 leverage that others don't but if you take that aside your board and your 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 investors your early investors are so critical simply because you interact with them all the time yeah. and your mindset is greatly impacted by how those interactions are. When things are good, it doesn't matter, right? But in startups, most of the times things are things are not not good because even if things are good on a week by week basis, you know. So one advice I have for every entrepreneur is give investors bad news very quickly. It, it, it's it's just 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 I mean I cannot overemphasize the in fact I I not any, but I, I go to the extent of writing an email as soon as something bad happens. You know, so 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 your weekly meetings or your your you know you if the investors is very harsh, if they do not understand or if they approach it from berating the entrepreneur rather than trying to understand and 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 and, and let's see how we solve it. The, the 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 entrepreneur leaves with a mindset that is very bad and that impacts a whole bunch of things afterwards right so madrona is one of the 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 and 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 i'm talking about as a farm right i think i think scott jacobson who 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 i love who's on our board who's from madrona is probably one of the the harsher investors from madrona i'm sure scott <laughs> is the but but even so, Madrona as a farm is one of the most entrepreneur-friendly farms that that I and, you know, and really the way you you keep them is at the end if they believe that what you I, I hope and then and Madrona has never told me they believe this, but I hope 
the reason Madrona has stayed with us to thick and thin and through very difficult times is because they believe that there is a multi-billion dollar company in Mobile. Right? I mean, that's I, 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 I other than that, there'd be no reason. Right. They have never once come to me and told me that, hey, let's look at selling the company. Not once. Right. It's it's uh, and, and, and I should also say that the, the second round investor, GCP, Boris Guten has yeah. also been fantastic, right? But but Boris didn't quite go through the hard times that, that Scott did, of course. Uh, so it's 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 basically the investor believing in you and the investor believing in the company, right? I mean, that's so important, so important. And it comes through little interactions. Do you bullshit the investor? Uh, do you uh, 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 do you say things that often, even if you're not bullshitting, are you saying things that often don't happen, right? Yeah. At the end, if the investor trusts you, right, uh, and if they are the, the if they have the right kind of personality, I think it, that's one of the most powerful combinations that can happen. And, and I think that's that's you know in getting the right investor on board, like you said, it's, that chemistry can become the most powerful combination. I think that's a perfect way to end end the conversation for us today, because I really want to take it to, I mean, the, the, there's just so many lessons and I hope, uh, you know, in, in the next six months, we can again, bring you back and we can carry forward the conversation from here because there's, I mean, as a B2B SaaS entrepreneur, and you've pretty much been in that B2B space for the better part of two decades. Uh, and it's a big growing space in India. I mean, we invest very heavily into B2B SaaS. And I can tell you that these lessons are profound. You know, I think Vinod Kaney, who uh, is, is a partner with us here in the fund, has been waiting for you to come to India because so he can talk to our B2B SaaS entrepreneurs and really give them a, a feel of what it takes to build a firm firm like Mobilewala. Uh, because I think if, if there are firms that could even do 10% of what you guys have done, uh, and, and uh, I, I think you've got a billion dollar company like that. So, so, and I, again, I, you, uh, Mobilewala, in fact, is one of my first 10 investments in my life. I mean, we're, I mean, like you asked me before the show, I'm, I'm at number 90, but it's always been one that's been very close to heart. One, something that you've been the most regular uh, updater, I would say, as an entrepreneur. And I've been now uh, coming on 29 quarters, I think, with you. Uh, so, and it's always been there. That's one of those updates to read. And it's, it's something I've taken even as an investor myself today. To update my own investors on a monthly and quarterly basis and, and and thank you so much for all the lessons but before we let you go uh i do have the rapid fire but before i get there, any 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 final thoughts before we go to rapid fire this, this was so much fun this this you know i don't get to do this right so this is this is this is a rare sort of fun break for me because if i was not doing this i'd be talking to bank trying to borrow money or something which is way less interesting than this yeah no, and we we really enjoyed it. I, I think there's a lot of interaction that's already happened, but I'm sure once this video goes, uh, the video when it when once it once it posts, there's going to be a lot more interaction over there. So uh, and and many entrepreneurs that I hopefully will reach out to Mobilewala for for their help. In, in one thing I'll say though is that we are looking to hire heavily, right? And because Mobilewala has very significant operations in Asia, which of course you know, uh, we are interested in in all kinds of so we are into very interested in smart people, right? Uh, we are interested in, and not just tech, right? So we are very interested in very smart business people. And, and, and I, I don't have 
lot of time to say. But basically, if you feel at the end, if you mobile wallet is, 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 is in a very emerging area. Uh, if you feel you can connect dots, uh, you know, talk to us. And, and, and I'll, I'll just say that we pay like crazy. No. <laughs> and India, what's the best way for people to uh, get in touch with you for, for jobs or, or for, or for, uh, for or or they, they can just, 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 just write to me. I mean, if you just, just share my, a-T-T-A at mobilewallet.com. Have them reference the Damani talks or something. So at least, you know, I get so many. So that I So I'm going to ask the team to just make sure they put a banner on the bottom. But but that's the best way to get in touch with Anindya. And I'm sure even if you're a founder out there looking for advice, again, this is some another way to have somebody who's been there, done that, has been there since the start of, VC, even, you know, I mean, the real growth of VC that happened in the early 2000s in the US, and I'm sure there's a profound amount of knowledge available to Anindya. Anindya, now, I, I'm sorry, I've, I've got to keep you another 10 minutes for to go through through rapid fire, and then uh, we'll be done for the day. Uh, are we ready? So simple, sim sim simple rules, it's just whatever first comes to mind, just go ahead and say it, and that's that's it. Uh, I know Laurie's over there probably just <laughs> thinking, what, what am I going to ask? But I'll keep them relatively harmless. Uh, so I guess the first question uh, that I'm going to ask you from uh, the rapid fire, which starts right now, is one thing that you know to be true, but very few people agree with you on it. It's a Peter Thiel question. Mobilewala will be a $10 billion company. Oh, wow. Decacon. That's it. <laughs> I think I can end the interview right here. This, this is the end of rapid fire. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, I honestly, I, I do believe that because I, I, I'm I'm on the other side uh, and, and going through it. And I think we have all the ingredients. Just 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 a bit of uh, luck and with that, uh, like a I lot said. of luck. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you could pick the brain of any one person for 24 hours and you could ask them anything you ever wanted, right? Who would it be? You know, it would not be any. So this is I'm not going to, you know, this requires some thought, but I'll tell you, it would not be anybody in technology, right? Uh, but somebody who's really, somebody who's who's experienced life, I don't know, Stephen Hawking, Dalai Lama, you know, people like that, mm -hmm. who 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 you know who who have succeeded in things where I have failed very deeply. Uh, so those are the places where those are the people that I would pick. So, and I guess a connected question to that would be one piece of advice you would give to your 18-year-old self. Always keep your suitcase packed. All, uh, why, why is that? That's a very unique answer. Because you never know. Uh, so, 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 you know, there is, a, there is a very sort of literal answer to that because I've traveled a lot. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I live in Atlanta, but, but in la if you forget last year, I don't think I ever spent more than three to four months a year here. Right. So, you know, so I, I, uh, I spent time in Singapore, I spent a little bit of time in India. So, so there's a literal answer that I'm always on the move, but what I was trying to say is that suitcase for me, a suitcase is, is, is a metaphor for motion. When you move, you take a bag, right? 
So, yeah. so, so I, 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 I did not quite anticipate when I was 18 year old how much motion would be necessary, literally and figuratively, as an entrepreneur. It's a very deep thought behind that. I, 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 now that I, I mean, think about it, I think most entrepreneurs would tra- probably be traveling, like you said, every three or, three or four weeks, you're on, you're, on, you're on the move, whether it's on a flight or otherwise, but you're always on the move. Good. I, I'm going to ask you two more questions. Uh, and uh, that's uh, so. Uh, what is one thing that you never leave the house without? And I know it's going to be mobile, but anything else? <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the the only thing I can think of is my mo- is my you know I also almost never really leave leave. I mean if I if I'm going to the grocery store without my computer either, but mobile, but but my mobile device, yes, mobile device. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to ask you, because that was a very easy question, I'm going to ask you the best and worst piece of advice you've ever received. Best piece is hard to say, man, because I've received so many good pieces of advice. One of really, you know, I, I did not... A lot of people used to advise me to not dwell on things and fail fast. It's almost a cliche, but it's one of the things that I have learned to be one of the most. So, so entrepreneurs succeed by not succeeding, right? Entrepreneurs succeed by not failing. That's that's yeah. that's basically. So failing fast is one of the biggest keys to being alive. The reason we, 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 we one of the key reasons we came through COVID was we failed fast. That's probably one of the most key pieces of advice. One of the worst pieces of advice I've received, I won't tell you who gave me this advice. Um, I, 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 um, Mobile was first head of sales who I hired in New York. And I'll say this openly. His name was Hugh. And, and um, uh, you know, I, 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 I you know, uh, he left. He left after some encouragement to leave. And, and I did that based on certain pieces of advice I received. That's probably one of the, at least in the last seven, eight years, that's probably one of the worst pieces of advice I've done and one of the worst mistakes I've made. Thank you so much for sharing that. I no. think it's very important to make your own decision. Uh, I've always believed that entrepreneurs should be able to listen to everything, but decide on their own. And, and then that, that's a profound piece of advice. Uh, I guess last question, three books you would recommend to founders to read. This is so. This is so personal, man. Uh, look, I read a lot of fiction. Right? Okay, I read a lot of fiction. Uh, if you're talking about things that can help you in your entrepreneurial journey, you know the books by Michael Lewis have, are, are are very very good, right? I mean, next next thing, uh, Moneyball. Those those you know just just just. Uh, his books have been some of the most well-written things from which I've learned, right? But I, I do massive amount of fiction reading, uh, mass, and, and I love crime. In fact, I don't know if you know this. This is my last, uh, this is my last uh, company. After this, I'm going to make movies. That is, that's my goal, right? In oh, fact, wow. I have screenplay written, right? So, 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 so I love sort of, I love... Um, what are known as noir books, noir novels, right? 
So I love novel, you know. So so an author who 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 I love and 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 whose books I wish to make into movies in India, by the way, uh, is an author called Jim Kane. He's written books like Double Indemnity, uh, Postman Only Rings Twice, uh, then one with this name of a woman, not Rebecca, of course. I forget. So those are those are some of my, you know. I'm, I'm, I don't think an entrepreneur would gain anything by reading those, but at least I'm telling you those are some of my favorite books. Uh, you know, um, a Swedish author called Henning Mankell. So those are some of my my favorite books. James Kane, is, 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 is I get that right? Jim Kane, yeah, James Kane, but Jim Kane, yeah, C A I N. C A I N. Fantastic. I mean, thank you so much, and India. This has been. I didn't even realize we're, we're 30 minutes over. We told the audience will be 10 minutes over, but it's been such an engaging and such an amazing conversation. Uh, I, I think I could I could write blogs for the next month just on what we've talked about today. But uh, you know, it, honestly, I, I I believe with you at at, at the helm at Mobavala, it it won't be a long be a long a long wait before we will see a unicorn out of this company, and uh, and a decacorn like as as you as you uh, you know uh, as you believe. Uh, but before we end, any final thoughts for the audience? Uh, which is no, no. Thank, thank you, thank your team. I mean, this was really fun for me, uh, and you know, and 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 uh, it was a great way for me to spend, uh, you know, what would otherwise be a very boring lunch hour. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm glad we could do that. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, and again, like like we said earlier, if you want to reach out to Anindya, the best way to reach out adatta at mobilewala.com. Uh, and you know, if you're looking for a job at Mobilewala, if you're looking to partner up with Mobilewala, and if you're looking for pieces of advice, I mean, this is this is an encyclopedia right here. That's just you looking to have a coffee or a beer or a wine. You know, I'm going to be in, I'm going to visit my mom um, at the end of this month, so definitely I'll be in India for a couple of uh, couple of uh, a couple of weeks at least. So sure. Would love would love to hear what she thinks about you becoming a movie producer uh, at the at the end of the journey, which started off <laughs> with Chutney Technologies. This is going to be a great great autobiography to look forward to. Thank you so much, Anindya. Good night, everybody, and a good day to everybody in the U.S.